Good morning. Today is the second Sunday of Lent. During Lent, we are joining together with a sermon series called Fountain of Grace. In the sermon series, each week we explore what it means to be human and find refreshments from God's fountain of grace. And last Sunday, through the message, The Broken Cup, we learned that we are the people who can be easily broken by this world. But God treats our brokenness and our weakness as worthy and as useless. I'm sorry, useful, and with God's grace. <laughs> and God heals our broken parts. And today, through the story of a woman at the well, we will explore how God fills our broken cup with God's grace. Let us pray. Amazing God, we come before you and long to know you better. Open our hearts and open our ears as we prepare our hearts to listen to your word. Help us to see the ways you call us and to live into being the people you have created us to be. May the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Have you ever felt um, disconnected, isolated, or undervalued or marginalized? I have felt the way several times in my life, but the first time I had that feeling was when I was eight years old. Back then I had chicken pox, and as you know, chicken pox is contagious disease, and I remember, I remember my body was covered with red rash and blister. Look ugly. And then definitely I was not allowed to go out and play with other kids and even my siblings. And one day, I was so lonely, so I was sitting on the doorstep and I watched kids playing, and the one kid who looked my face covered with red and that white cream on it. He pointed me like, and then he said, chicken fox, and he laughed and he ran. <laughs> they broke my heart. That was my first time that I felt isolated, shameful, and vulnerable. I was only eight years old. Back then, I was a broken cop that no one wanted until my sister, she ran into my room and hugged me, and then he was, she was willing to be my plain body, even though I had a chicken pox. My sister, she never got chicken pox before, she never got the vaccine, but she was willing to play with me. That made me Beloved. And thank God, my sister, she never got chicken pox from me. Last time we talked about a broken cop. 
we usually think the broken cups are useless because they cannot hold anything like water, coffee, or tea because they are broken. We treat them as waste and we throw them away. In society, it is also a common thing that we leave others based on their appearance, their financial, physical, or mental conditions, or their social status, and etc. According to some psychological study, the problem of labeling people is that it blocks our eyes to see a person as who he or she is and makes us to see the labeled person through the distorted perception of oneself without knowing how it impacts someone's lives. During the pandemic, we all have fear of getting COVID. COVID not only brings us symptoms, but also brings us some stigma along with the level, label called positive that makes us vulnerable and isolated. How can we as a human who can be easily broken by this broken world, how can I live in this world? Let's find the answer in the Bible. In today's gospel lesson, John chapter four, we meet a woman who seems to be isolated and ostracized from her society, who may have the label unclean or marginalized. We can guess her situation that way because of the time that she came to draw water. The scripture records that it was about noon, a Samaritan woman came to draw water. According to a biblical commentary, the time noon would have been the hottest part of the day, and most people during that time would have been resting. Most women would come early in the morning or late in the afternoon to draw water by herself because those times are more hospitable to draw water. So the fact coming to draw water by herself around noon tells something, tell us something about her. Either she was socially ostracized or she wanted to avoid any unnecessary harsh or cold treatment from other women of the society because of her history. Around noon, the Samaritan woman came out to draw water with an anticipation that she wouldn't see anyone there. But who was there? Jesus. She might have hesitated a little bit to approach the well, but she had no options because water was essential for her to survive. So she 
came near to well. Then Jesus broke the silence between two and asked her for a drink. Actually, at that moment, the Samaritan woman encountered Jesus at the well, put her and Jesus in a vulnerable position in many ways. First, she was vulnerable because she was not supposed to meet anyone at the well, but she met Jesus there. Second, the Samaritan woman was vulnerable because Jesus, who was a Jew, began conversation with her. And Jesus also was vulnerable because in Jesus' day, it was a religious and a cultural taboo for Jewish men to have conversations with women in the public arena, and especially with Samaritan people, because the Jews saw the Samaritan people as unclean because of their historical background. But Jesus broke the taboo. Third, the Samaritan woman was vulnerable because Jesus knew who she was. And she had five husbands in the past, and now the man that she has is not her husband. Despite these barriers and all vulnerable situations, Jesus shows up as the Samaritan woman goes about her daily routine to offer her the living water so that her life can no, no more remain as broken or isolated, but be filled with grace and possibility. Jesus could have treated her as the unclean or the marginalized or the broken ones like the other people did. Jesus could have ignored her like the invisible one, like many people did to her. But our Lord Jesus did not. Jesus treated her differently. Jesus approached her first, and Jesus saw her as she was. Jesus saw her as who she was, regardless of any labels that she had. Jesus saw her potential, possibilities and goodness within her. That's why Jesus asked her, give me a drink. Jesus embraces her brokenness and offered her a gift, the living water, that which never makes us thirsty again, but guards us up to the eternal life. Jesus did this because for him, Everyone is valued, and everyone is the loving, the beloved child of God. No matter what they have, no matter what things they're going through. In this scripture, you might wonder if Jesus judged her by saying, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. 
The sentence may seem like judgment about the women's sexual history, but it is not. According to the women's Bible commentary, by telling her the fact that she had have had five husbands and the one she has now is not her husband, Jesus agrees with what she had said to Jesus was true. And also Jesus accepted the truth of the women's life. And through this conversation, Jesus' identity has been revealed as she claims, oh, you are a prophet. And later through the entire conversations with her, Jesus reveals to her his true identity, the Messiah who can save us, who can cleanse our sins, who can restore all our broken and ugly parts and make something beautiful out of it. So through this, through the, this uncomfortable and vulnerable situation, the Samaritan women met Jesus as Messiah and then she realized that he's the one who give, can give her living water. And then she realized that that is a thing that she, why she needs it. In 2 Corinthians, Apostle Paul describes us as clay jars. That means we are humans who can be easily broken by this world. Without God's touching, with His grace, our broken and crushed part can easily hurt others and also ourselves and can easily leave us, leave us and others scars and wounds that cannot be easily healed. So we need God's grace. We need God's living water. The living water that fills our broken cups, the living water will help us see ourselves as who we are, as God's beautiful creation, and who needs God's grace. As a vessel for God's kingdom. Church, I want to ask, I want you to ask yourself. How do you see your broken parts? And how do you see others' broken parts? Do you consider it as dangerous, useless, or unvalued? Would you like to remove the broken parts that you have as soon as possible? Or would you like to pray for the broken parts and ask God to use it as it is or to ask God to restore it with his amazing grace for the kingdom of God. Let me close my sermon with a story of a broken pot. Some of you maybe already know this story. A farmer had two large pots, each hung on the ends of the pole which he carried across his neck. 
One of the paths had a crack in it, while the other path was perfect and always delivered a full portion of water. Again, the long walks from the stream to the house, the cracked pot arrived only half full. For a full two years, this went on daily, with the farmer bringing home only one and a half pot of water. Of course, the perfect pot was proud of its accomplishment. But, but the poor cracked pot was ashamed of its own imperfection and miserable that it could only do half of what it had been made to do. After two years of what it perceived to be bitter failure, the broken pot spoke to the man one day by the stream. I am ashamed of myself because this, track, uh, this crack in my side caused water to leak out all the way back to your house. But the farmer smiled and said, did you notice that there are flowers on your side of the path? And then I know that you have flaw. You are correct. Intentionally, I planted some seeds on the way back home so that whenever I go and get the water, you can water them. So for two years, I have been able to pick these brief flowers to decorate the table without you being just the way you are. There would not be this beauty to grace this house. What a beautiful story it is. Church, this is how our Lord, our God sees us and sees our broken parts and treats our broken and crushed parts. Although we think we cannot carry the living water that our Lord provides because we are broken. But believe it, God has a unique plan for each one of us. So you don't need to worry about how to carry the living water, but just ask God to use you as who you are, as the way you are, to share the living water with others and to make this broken world beautiful for God's kingdom. Would you join me in prayer? Gracious God, thank you for welcoming us as we are and offering your living water to us. Fill our cups with your grace and the living water. Help us to see the ways you call us and to live into being the people you have created us to be. Imprint your message of love on our hearts so that all we do in your name is a witness to your grace. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.